Welcome to the Balanced Approach podcast. I'm Amy and together we'll be talking through tips, topics and strategies around nutrition, exercise and our overall well-being so we can all have a healthier, more balanced approach to our lifestyles. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Approach podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody that I have spoken to who has sent messages um, in the last week to basically celebrate the launch of this podcast. Um, Honestly, your words of encouragement and all your support just means the world to me. So yes, thank you so much. So today I really wanted to address a common challenge that many people face when trying to lose weight and create a more balanced approach to their health, their nutrition and their fitness. And this, of course, is how to lose weight when you feel you don't have a lot of time. I think it's fair to start off by just taking a moment to really reflect and consider just how much we're all doing in today's world. Many of us have full-time jobs, a lot of social events too, like weddings, festivals, drinks after work even, that just take up so much of our evenings and weekends. And you might even have other commitments as well, such as maybe bringing up your own newborn baby, which is obviously going to take up a huge amount of your time. Now, if you were to maybe chat to someone about this, um, maybe even scroll on social media or do a quick Google search to just kind of figure out how can you lose weight or find more balance with your routine with a busy schedule, you're probably going to find that a lot of people um, will tell you things like just wake up an hour earlier or if you really want something bad enough, you're going to make the change happen. So while these might be true, it's usually not as simple as that. So often we can feel incredibly tired already with everything we're trying to achieve in our day-to-day lives. So the thought of having to shave off an hour of sleep just really doesn't seem appealing, let alone logical, when we're seeing research just into how important sleep really is for our physical and mental well-being. And then on top of that, with messages telling us, like, if you really want something, you'll make it happen, it can often make us feel like we're already failing and it's all down to our own motivation and willpower. So I'm not here to patronise you or make you feel like the bar is just so high, you're never going to be able to achieve your goals on a busy schedule. I really don't want you to feel deflated at all. But I'm actually going to try and do the opposite. I really want you to find a couple of key takeaways from today's episode. And personally, I found that these have been really great for me to embed in my own personal, personal busy lifestyle. And that have stayed with me for years and enabled me to lose about 24 pounds, that's about two stone, um, and maintain that weight loss as well um, while having a busy lifestyle. So yes, let's dive straight into it. So for my first point about how to lose weight and finding balance for your nutrition and your fitness with a busy schedule is figuring out ways that you can find in your own lifestyle currently that you can utilize your time much more efficiently. So I'm talking about how to take something that you're already doing and how you can add in more movement or nutritional preparation at the exact same time. So for example, if you know that you have to walk the dog and you're scrambling around trying to find time to also go for a run later that day or do a HIIT workout at home, why not combine the two, pop on your workout clothes, take the dog for a walk, but also go jogging with the dog. Now, I know that seems like a really obvious thing to say in a lot of ways, but I know how easy it is to get caught up with all these things that we need to do every day. And before you know it, you're you're kind of separating your exercise as something that you have to kind of do on its own, maybe later in the day or first thing in the morning, rather than finding opportunities to move more throughout the day. 
So when I had a border collie and a greyhound, I used to take them out for a run along the beach or in a park and they absolutely loved it. I loved it because we were running along and they were just so excited. I mean, we probably looked like a right trio, but it was just so great to be able to combine my own running, get outside, get some fresh air, walk the dogs and, and let them run too. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just great all round and it saved heaps of time. I didn't have to then come home after a run if I'd gone out on my own, shower, get changed and then take them out separately for a really long hour, hour and a half. They got their spurt of running in and yeah, it just saved so much time for me. Another example could be around your nutrition. And this is something that I have done for years. So normally people will say you need to pencil out a good day on a Sunday or half a day on a Sunday to meal prep all your meals all week. But the reality is, you know, we don't have hours and hours on a Sunday. People want to relax. People have been working hard all week. We've got things to do. We've got social events to go to. We've, we want to go and enjoy our time off during the weekend. So I wouldn't really recommend that you spend pretty much your entire Sunday meal prepping for the week. I think that's enough to just make you so bored and tired of it and just like another chore for you to do. And you're probably going to quickly lose interest in doing that. What I would suggest you do is if you're cooking your dinner on a Sunday night, why not bulk that up? So if you cook for just yourself, for example, double up the portions and then put half of that into a Tupperware. So you've got lunch or your dinner for the Monday already sorted, already job done and you're going to stay on track with your nutritional goals. Another great tip, if you love chili con carne, honestly, this is like the best way to use the chili mix. So I love a chili, and if I make a big batch of it, usually it's just for myself, but if I make a big batch of it, then I will cook the first batch, usually with some brown rice on the side. I might do two portions of the brown rice, so I've got some for my dinner that evening, but also for the next day that I can put in a Tupperware. And I really don't mind eating it cold. It's delicious. Um, but then I can either freeze that extra chili mix that I've doubled up on and have that with a baked sweet potato. Or I might put it with a tortilla wholemeal wrap. And then I've got like a burrito basically for later in the week. So you can definitely plan your meals ahead and have a little think about how you might be able to use something without taking up heaps and heaps of time later on the week and it also saves you the bother of having to think oh, okay I'm really hungry now what the hell am I going to eat tonight so it stops you going to the shop it stops you buying things on a whim and going off track with your nutritional goals so this kind of leads me on to my second point which is about meal planning and prepping food so that you can save a lot more time in the rest of the week now, in terms of meal planning and meal prepping or doubling up on food, whatever it is when it comes to like your nutrition, one of the best ways that I think can get you kind of reinvigorated on your nutrition goals and your weight loss journey or just trying to find general overall balance is to kind of find new recipes, new exciting ones. It doesn't have to be like really out there where you've got to go and get like weird and quirky foods you can't pronounce. It can be like quick Googling 15 minute meals, like stir fries that are pre-made, um, but are quite healthy because they don't come laden with all the sauces. And you can just chuck in like your own soy sauce, your own like crushed garlic, chili flakes, whatever it may be to make it healthier. Um, and you can really basically save a lot of time in that sense, but you're still sticking to your goals. You're still investing in yourself and where you want to be in the future. 
So one of the things that has really helped me over the last few years to stay on track with my fitness and health goals and lose the weight initially and been able to maintain that over a few years is really using the frozen section in the supermarket. So I am, it depends where you live, I guess, on how much range that you've got available to you. Um, But I'll come on to that, actually, what you can do instead. But um, for me, I live near a huge big Tesco, as we call it, a big Tesco extra supermarket. And I just love going to the frozen section where there's already pre-cut up like onions, mushrooms, peppers, like you name it. There are herbs and God knows what, like spices, all sorts. Um, And they're already done. They're already available. Things that you can grab, chuck onto like a one pan dish, chuck in the oven, whatever it is that don't rot, don't go off. They're kept in the freezer and they are fantastic if you are really short of time but you don't want to like resort to getting takeaways they are fantastic for making you stay on track and a side note for that so like I said if you don't have a massive supermarket or that isn't something that is available for you right now where you live if you've got fresh vegetables like cauliflower for example how many of us really use a whole cauliflower even if we're cooking for a whole family so one of the things that I do is I take the leftover cauliflower while it's still really fresh and lovely and then I will use a frozen bag and I will pop those in. And then you can just like write on it like the date and everything that you've done that. Pop it in the freezer and then you've got them there to go. And they're still usable. It's not wasting money. You're not wasting loads of food either. And it's just a really simple way to just save time on having to A, cut up the vegetables because you've already done it before you froze them. And B, you're staying on track again. So it's a win-win. So anyone who has been following me on Instagram for a few years will know that I regularly would share that I was exercising or I'd just done a workout while I was cooking. Now, I know that sounds really gross, but hear me out. Um, I've got an open plan kitchen and lounge area in my um, flat. So I would either pop something in the oven or have something cooking that didn't really require a lot of like me doing anything like cooking rice, for example. Um, And I would just have that on for like half hour or so to enable me to do a workout, but be able to keep an eye on it, basically. This saved me a ton of time. And I even did this while cooking for multiple people during the pandemic when I lived with my parents. And also a bit of a side note, nothing spurs me on during exercise than the thought of food. What I'm going to eat after to refuel is such a great incentive to do that extra rep. So yes, if you're a big foodie like me, then honestly, I highly recommend this kind of um, strategy or this way of doing it. If you really are short of time and you can't go to the gym, but you do your workouts from home, then this can be really great. Now, my third takeaway for how to lose weight on a busy schedule is probably the most important I want you to start identifying as the future person that you want to be. I've heard this saying that there are two people who are trying to quit smoking. They're both sitting at a table and one person comes up to them and offers them a cigarette. The first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. And the second person says, no thanks, I don't smoke. This is such a great example of how we can really change like our internal belief basically on how much we can really make a change. The first person, by saying they were trying to quit, shows that they're really struggling. They could probably cave in if the person offering them said something like, oh, go on, it's just one cigarette, you deserve it, something like that. Whereas the second person who said they don't smoke, they've already identified with being a non-smoker, have a stronger boundary put in place that's harder for the other person to persuade them, and they've just strengthened their own belief by saying it out loud to themselves that they can and they have quit smoking. 
So you might not be a smoker, but you can kind of see where I'm getting at with this. In terms of really changing our own beliefs about what we're capable of and who we identify as, it can really help you set up for success and also continue daily habits that are really going to help you out when it comes down to it. So with a busy schedule, for example, if you've got a goal to maybe lose some weight, maybe lose like seven pounds by the end of the year. So in six months time, you want to feel really great and address at the Christmas work party, for example, then maybe you can start implementing some of this identity change in your day to day. So it could be that every time that you see a set of stairs next to some lifts or escalators, you're going to commit and you're going to take those stairs every time you see that these little incremental habits every single day that are built from your identity as being an active person you might not feel like that right now but if that's where you want to be in six months then tell yourself I'm an active person then those incremental changes are going to add up and it's going to make such a massive difference and it doesn't really take too much of your time in, in your sort of day-to-day life right now. Yes, it might take an extra like minute or so to take the stairs over moving stairs or whatever, but it's it's not really too massive unless you're in like a massive rush, in which case you might be running up the escalator anyway. So what I'm trying to get at is really try and identify as the person that you want to be in a few months, in three to six months time. Start living as you would be at the end of that result. Now, you're probably not going to like this, but this is a bit tough love for you. (laughs) Be honest with yourself. Do you find yourself scrolling on social media for, in inverted commas, five minutes, only for about two hours to suddenly fly by? Now, if you have an honest conversation with yourself and you know that you do this quite regularly, but at the same time, you're also telling yourself you just don't have enough time, take a look at the settings on your phone. I know it's horrible. Um, And I can guarantee you're probably going to feel very shocked at just how much time you're spending on social media. Is there honestly about 20 minutes, 30 minutes that you could probably swap round for scrolling to do some exercise, even if it's a very quick like hit session, or even if it's yoga, something a bit more gentle that you can do in the evening? Is there 20, 30 minutes twice a week Because if you can commit to just twice a week and you can kind of improve on your nutrition and do the things that I said earlier in this episode, like meal planning, meal prepping, like doubling up on food, finding ways to get like 10, 15 minute meals, like quick stir fries, things like that, then you are setting yourself up for a much better journey to weight loss and better balance throughout your week to week. So I really hope that was helpful on how to lose weight when you feel like you don't have a lot of time. I think in this day and age, it's so easy to find this like one of the biggest challenges that we really have when trying to create balance and really get to our fitness and health um, goals that we've got. So just a little recap. So my first point was about how you can find ways in your own lifestyle that means you can utilize your time more effectively, adding in movement or nutrition prep at the exact same time that you would have done something else. My second point was about meal prepping and planning ahead to make sure that you have already sorted out your nutrition, you're staying on track with those goals, and it's not taking up too much of your time. And my third takeaway for today was about how you can start identifying as the future person that you really want to be. Start being that active person or the person who takes the stairs every time you see them and you will reap the benefits. Now, some of the work that I offer with my clients one-to-one is around behavior and mindset change. 
where we have monthly meetings to discuss how they're getting on with their program, anything that needs changing and any like massive barriers or challenges that they're facing on a day to day or every week. So if you are wanting to lose weight and you have a really busy schedule at the moment, but you still want to reach your goals, you still want to do it in the right way, have a healthy, sustainable and balanced approach to your weight loss then feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram at amy.lee.jackson. I'll pop a link in the show notes, or I'll also put in a link which goes straight to my website on the Balanced Approach page, and you can check out more there about how I might be able to support you. Thank you so much for listening. Please do screenshot this or share this episode on Instagram stories and tag me in so I can see who's listening. And I will catch you in the next episode.